You are listening to the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast hosted by Independence Institute. On this podcast, you'll hear from the experts at Independence Institute talk about the issues important to Colorado and how to bring some sanity to this increasingly leftist state. A recent commentary by Denver Gazette editor Vince Bizdeck raised an intriguing question. Is this migrant crisis the federal government's fault or Colorado's? I'd say this isn't an either-or question. This unprecedented magnitude of illegal alien entries into the U.S., encouraged and allowed by President Biden, and openly accommodated by Colorado, Denver, and other Democrat-controlled sanctuary cities, is indisputably the fault of all of the above, along with the hundreds of billions of dollars that have been squandered to accommodate it. This catastrophe was triggered and has been accelerating from the very beginning of Biden's presidency, while the president and his secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, have poo-pooed it, preposterously claiming our border is secure, only now, in the early stage of his re-election campaign, with polls showing massive disapproval of his performance on immigration policy and border security, has the word crisis finally passed his lips and even then to absurdly blame it on Donald Trump. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Someone always gets the bill. When the feds funnel billions of dollars through subsidized sanctuary cities for the care and welfare of millions of illegal aliens, the cost must ultimately be passed on to federal taxpayers, including the folks who don't live in sanctuary cities, which of course is the vast majority of cities in the country. They shouldn't be forced to bail out the sanctuary cities whose elected social justice warriors brought this on themselves by sanctimoniously rolling out the welcome mat to begin with. Of course, that was before the deluge. Suddenly, they don't want any more. Real justice would be best served by having the politicians who created this mess and the people who elected them open their own homes to all those who crossed our border illegally. Fat chance. Bizdek wasn't actually opposing subsidies for sanctuary cities in his commentary, the thrust of which was that Colorado hasn't milked the federal cow as well as border states like Texas, especially the city of El Paso, thanks to its congresswoman Veronica Escobar. He said with envy she's been able to grease the skids for federal reimbursements and wonders why Colorado's congressional delegation hasn't. Perhaps because Escobar has more clout as a leader of the radical left-wing House Progressive Caucus that dominates the Democrats' legislative agenda, with 102 members out of that party's 213 in the House. And oh, she represents a congressional district that's 82% Latino. El Paso is a border city that's become a way station for foreign migrants. That includes those who illegally snuck across our border, as well as those who were ushered across under Biden's outrageous misapplication and abuse of what's called parole. That's a quasi-legal immigration status that's customarily granted by the federal government to a relatively small number of refugees and other foreign nationals, but nowhere near the many millions Biden has extended it to. Ironically, El Paso's alien intruders won out of that city for fear of deportation, which is why they head for sanctuary cities like Denver that provide free housing, food, clothing, medical care, public education, and also shields them from federal immigration law enforcement. Which brings us to the so-called bipartisan Senate bill that failed on February 7th, with all but a handful of Dems voting for it and all but a handful of Republicans voting against it. 
That's hardly bipartisanship. With Biden's public approval rating on immigration tanking, his handlers were desperate to change the campaign narrative. Their scheme was to contrive a bill so deficient on border security they knew House Republicans would never accept it. After which, they'd claim Republicans stonewalled this solution to the crisis, which of course was all Biden's doing. With the liberal media echoed the new Democrat narrative. And that's just what's happened, with Biden blaming it on Trump to boot. At Biden's insistence, the 370-page, $94 billion so-called Senate border bill, with incidentally less than $20 billion of that for the border, was bundled together with aid to Israel and Ukraine getting the bulk of the money. And they were two unrelated issues. With progressive Democrats opposed to Israel and right-wing Republicans opposed to Ukraine, the bill was guaranteed to fail. Right on cue, Democrats and media liberals absurdly claimed that the failed Senate bill wasn't perfect but was a compromise that gave Republicans most of what they wanted. Nonsense. In April, House Republicans had passed H.R. 2, the Secure Border Act, listing their demands including a 900-mile border wall. The failed Senate bill included no border wall and rejected many other key Republican security and immigration reform measures. Instead, Senate Democrats authored 5,000 illegal crossings a day. That's no compromise. Why allow any? And they threw in $1.4 billion for private organizations that aid illegal aliens. If they're truly private, they should fund it themselves. If Republicans approved the bill, Biden said he'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. That's laughable. He didn't need this bill to do that. He already has that power if he'd simply exercise it and let the Border Patrol do its job, as Trump did. Republicans would have been crazy to accept that deal or trust Biden and the Democrats to enforce border security. Their vision of comprehensive immigration reform is expedited citizenship for countless illegal aliens who will return the favor by electing Democrats forever. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a like and consider sharing it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can catch our newest episodes. For more content from Independence Institute, go to thinkfreedom.org. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.